0: welcome to bruising boxing i'm your host raider live as you can see filthy rich has the week off uh but i'm still joined by my friend my partner my comrade in arms judge jimmy james judge jimmy james how you doing this week
1: not doing too bad weather got a little colder uh so that just means uh a season's coming upon us but hopefully it stays uh fall as long as possible and keeps that snow a little bit away anyway but feeling good well I-, I want the cold weather so we can go ice fishing it's also uh
0: judges birthday season you know when the weather gets cold the birthday season is right around the corner here uh we had a little fun going to the vikings game last week uh against the lions somehow they found a way to almost lose that but hey (laughs) that's what the vikings do uh as i said filthy rich has the week off but uh he you know he gets a week off every once in a while this week we got uh, just bruising news a few news things you get into and then of course we have to talk about uh the early fights but of course the biggest heavyweight fight probably in the last decade uh, between Fury and Wilder I mean it was an amazing fight we watched together James we have lots of things to say about it got a Mm -hmm. lot of comments about all the controversies around it uh, so I can't wait to get into that but before we do that since the name of the show is Bruising and Box and we have to crack crack well crack crack a beer so James happy early birthday to you sir
1: hey thanks buddy cheers
0: Mm let's move on with bruising news all right bruising news this week uh just four bits of news to get to first one adrian broner ab always billion should probably change his name to always busted just got arrested again for a probation violation uh in case you're keeping track at home he has more arrests in the last few years than he has wins um So I think always busted might be a better line. Maybe he spent all that money on lawyers. Who knows? Uh, uh, James, what do you think about this uh, probation violation that uh, AB got busted for? And what's it going to do to his
1: fighting career? Well, first of all, there's a reason that they call him the problem. Because obviously (laughs) he always has a problem with the law. Because this is just ridiculous. I'm not not 100% sure. So he was supposed to at what, like the beginning of April or something like that, or March, he was supposed to be in intensive outpatient treatment, whatever that means for whatever, that's what he didn't do. And that's why he has this probation violation. It was for um, anger
0: management, apparently. Oh, so that's, that's, what it was.
1: that's the extensive outpatient treatment program. Okay. Yeah. So Goose-prava. I mean, <sighs> I don't know, man. Eventually he's just, I mean, he's going to, I mean, his name is the problem and he's always got a problem. And I think now his problem is going to be, he's not going to be able to make money in boxing anymore because he's not going to be fighting. I mean, hopefully, we'll have to see exactly what happens in terms of uh, the punishment that he does receive for this. I don't know. I mean, you said it was that he's got more uh, arrests than, wins in the past couple of years so i don't know how many yep <laughs> how many this is he's on got four his... rest of two wins. <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> you know eventually I, mean, I don't know man eventually it's gonna have to he's gonna have to something's gonna have to break right one of the others gonna have to break um but i don't know i mean there's always hope i guess because josh gordon keeps getting reinstated by the nfl somehow and uh I don't know. So uh, that's the situation I kind of feel like here. So <laughs> I'm not sure he's still, he's still going to be a name. That's for sure. But, um, man, he should really try to <laughs> try to figure out how to, how to, how to write the ship. Right.
0: Well, maybe he will be like the Rick Vaughn of boxing, He'll come back out of the California penal league and uh, he'll fight somebody. Didn't you guys talk about a week or two that uh, he'd be a great opponent for somebody. I can't remember who the opponent was, but, uh, you know, oh, I also like to say one and a half wins because I don't think he beat Santiago by the way uh, we had that debate on here I, I still think Santiago won that fight Rich uh, adamantly disagreed but you know it's, uh, what do we do so right. this, this would have
1: been, this would have been uh, uh, he's a name that for boots that's ah, what we brought it right. up for like he, boots would have been yeah. able to take on him at welterweight I mean or whatever and then go from there so that, that's what we brought up
0: yeah, well, he still got close to that win versus arrest rest total then, because he ain't beating Boots, I'll tell you that. All right, from one ridiculous thing to the next, uh, Terrence Crawford says he would beat Canelo. I I know that's uh, going to be tough for you to defend there, James, but uh, super fan Terrence Crawford uh, over there might have to uh, eat some words here, because he says he'd beat Canelo, but he also warned Spence not to move up, because uh, he continues to rip on Spence, even though they've We'll never fight. What do you think about this statement by your boy, Terrence Crawford, that he would beat Canelo? Uh, There's uh, quite a weight difference there, by the way, too. (laughs) Defend that one. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's just start off with with saying a a little quote. Sometimes I can't believe it that I'm the best fighter in the world. I'm the best. I really believe it. I'd be like, damn, I'm Terrence Crawford. Said Terence Crawford. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love Crawford. Big fan. Head of the fan club, right? <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry, man, but twenty pounds is twenty pounds, and I don't know if you've got the. Uh, I don't know if that if that would happen for you. That's uh, that would be interesting. Um, definitely. <laughs> I think that that's a tough ask. I think that's a tough ask just because of how far we are, but you know, I'm talking about pound for pound, but everybody at the same weight, he would have a shot for sure. But like everybody else, we've been talking about Canelo, everybody seems to have a shot and nobody seems to be able to beat him. Right. So um, maybe you can change my mind if he actually, you know, beats Porter fairly easy, but I just don't see that happening. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be a tough fight and I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man, but, That's weird. (laughs) That's just weird and straight out of right field. Um, But the other part of this is what the Spence, he doesn't want Spence to move up. huh? Right. Um, So is that um, because he wants to fight Spence?
0: I don't think so. I think he just wants to command another division and he's never going to command one of the weight classes as long as Spence is there because they're not ever going to fight. I think that's what it is. I think he wants to be the king of a weight class. And as long as he is where he is and if he's going to move up to get away from Spence's weight class, I think uh, he doesn't want Spence to move up because he'll never get that fight taken care of. That's the way I looked at it anyway, but uh, I was just yeah. so thrown back by that he'd beat Canelo. That's
1: just,
0: <laughs> I, just, I couldn't get past that.
1: That's that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't want Spence to move up until these two fight either. If he gets past uh, Crawford, um then, or I mean, if he gets past Porter, then th- this is a fight to make. I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, I really hope he doesn't move up, but yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's interesting. You know, Terrence Crawford, the showman, right?
0: Right. I just don't know. I understand why he brings up, up Canelo in that. Cause there's no way he's ever going to move up to, to any, where close to where Canelo is now. I, I don't think the three people or the two people that Canelo was lost to triple G and uh, Mayweather. I don't think Crawford could be either one of them uh, because they're just both Well, Mayweather, you know, would win by decision because that's what he does. But triple G is even too big for him and he's smaller than Canelo now. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, where do you go on that? I, I, is it just ridiculous? And no, I like it. Usually when a, a fighter makes a statement like that, it's to set something up, but there's, there's nothing to be set up
1: here. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna see this fight. Canelo's no. not gonna move down at all. Crawford's not gonna be able to make a jump from 147 to 168. Uh, I mean, unless he's know something we don't. Um, but well, not only mean, that canelo's on the way to 175. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing you got brother. for this is is if you put them in the same weight class and you know, weight isn't an issue for the skills, the skills alone. Um uh, I'd say he's got a chance, but you know, I'd i let's let's see it right. We know what you're gonna get with Canelo. Uh Crawford definitely moves pretty well and has a you know a a, a style that's tough to to adjust to, but I don't know, man. I'd I'd probably go with, with Canelo at this point, which is why I have Canelo above Crawford on my pound for pound list to begin with. So not only um, that, but what are your quotes? that you've said is Canelo will fight anybody
0: anywhere. He wants to fight the fights. That's why he left uh, his own and everything like that. He wants to fight fights. He wants to take on everybody. It's harder. It's like pulling teeth at Crawford to fight anybody of note recently. I mean, this mm. Porter fight coming up is about the biggest one that he's had in what, like five
1: years. Now I'm blaming Bob Just Arum saying. on that. I'm That's Bob Aram's fault, man. I blame Bob Arum. 100%. Hey, Bob Arum lost a house because of Crawford. I'm yeah, saying. I don't care. He, he, he.
0: Look, man, Rich would agree with me. He could me, have right? built a mansion. Well, it's Rich's night, or, night off, so. Uh, well, whatever, man. You're stuck I'll... with me, buddy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on because we could talk about Crawford all night and uh, this yeah, ridiculousness. But um, some more ridiculous uh, statements out there. Rolly Romero says that uh, Davis is going to be the easiest fight of his career. That Tank Davis, the one that destroys everything in his path, the smaller version of Ivan Drago, basically anything he touches, he destroys is going to be the easiest fight of Romero's career. I don't know which is more ridiculous saying Crawford beat Canelo or Romero's going, or Davis is going to be the easiest fight of a career for Romero. I'll let you compare, which is more ridiculous. And uh, what's he expect out of this? Is, is it pay-per-view numbers? I don't think people are going to like care. <sighs> like Raleigh has to say, <laughs> <sighs>
1: This, If you want to tell me which which one is more likely, it is more likely that Crawford beats Canelo than Raleigh (laughs) knocking out Tank in one round or even beating Tank. Like, I'm sorry. Easiest fight of his career. Not happening. The fact that he says this is the easiest fight of his career, man, this boy, something's wrong. Something's (laughs) wrong up here, right? I mean, confidence is one thing, but... There's a fine line between <laughs> between genius and crazy and uh I don't know man from what I've seen I don't I don't see that. Now, they Raleigh has been calling out Tank for a while, like years. Um but so and there could be bad blood, like actual personal bad blood between these guys, um which is entirely possible, but man, I just I just don't see it. Like he, Romero doesn't have good enough boxing skill to do anything against tank defense is going to be, it doesn't even have to be stellar. It just has to be decent. And then he has to, it just has to connect a couple of times. And I think Romero's done. So it's like, he's already been pre concussed. (laughs) before yeah. <laughs> this fight has even happened. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, that's a possibility, man. Maybe we should get checked out by the docs right now just to make sure, but yeah, it's uh, not going to be the easiest fight of his life, and I am going to feel bad when he gets knocked out by Tank. Well,
0: I was just curious that I had to look up some of these people that were better than Tank uh, Tank Davis that uh, Raleigh has fought here. Uh, you got Avery Sparrow, obviously, is uh, much better than Tank. Uh, Anthony Yidget, who it took him seven rounds to knock out. How about Jackson Martinez, which he won by decision after 12 mm-hmm. rounds? Much easier than that fight. I mean, that's a barn burner fight. I mean, you want to talk about Rocky-type movies. You talk uh, Romero versus Avery Sparrow. I mean, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't understand this. The The smack talk this week is just... Uh, it's off the. It, that's all the news there is this week because I, apparently everyone's trying to just... Out ridiculous the next guy. It's, it's weird. It's fair. All right, let's move on to, uh, unless you have any more final thoughts on uh, good old Raleigh there. I call him <laughs> Rolly, but he's no. got me rolling on the ground. I know you guys were laughing about that last week, but he's got me rolling on the ground laughing after that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> right on. All right, uh, Better BF is set to fight Marcus Brown officially December 17th. There was talk that Better BF might be fighting Canelo here soon if, after Canelo... Uh, beats plant, but apparently he's got a fight in December, which would put any better BF Canelo fight probably next March, maybe go de Mayo, maybe probably mm-hmm. a Cinco de Mayo fight sounds about right. But uh, better BF versus Marcus Brown. Marcus Brown was high on my list when we uh, did that list. Uh, oh, that was a while ago, but I don't think he's gonna beat our better BF. What do you think about this fight for Marcus Brown Art or better be Is this one worth watching? Is it going to be at your
1: house? Are you buying this? What do we do? <laughs> well, there's no way this is on pay-per-view. So, and I think it's no? on ESPN plus, so I'm pretty sure I already have this. So yeah, you can come over and watch it. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what, what do I make of the fight? Now, you know, better be of is better be of, uh, <laughs> he just destroys people. Um, his last fight. Knocked a dude out in like seven rounds, I think. Maybe even sooner than that. I don't remember exactly. He's doing exactly what he needs to do. Um, he is obviously avoided. Because uh, otherwise we would have seen him on a, on a more steady basis. Um, but for Marcus Brown to get this fight. I mean, I think, this is a, I think it's a big step up for, for Marcus Brown. I'm kind of surprised yeah. that he's the one that's fighting better BF. Because I honestly would figure that Joseph Smith Jr. or Bevel would be the ones that are going after better be able to ramirez too i mean Mm, i mean yeah yeah, fair fair a little bit i don't know yeah fair. either way i don't know man marcus brown still (laughs) is don't know how he's the mandatory but i don't understand the mandatory for a lot of this stuff anymore um either way do i think um it's going to be a a a good fight Um, i don't know man i'm I'm probably gonna side on the fact that this is going to be a uh I think it's going to be a beatdown. I think Brown's probably a better, uh, definitely a, a more difficult opponent for Better Bev. But I don't believe Brown was better than godsvic and I think Better Bev will probably do what he did in his last fight to Brown. So I think it'll probably be a pretty, uh, pretty easy KO for Better Bev, in my opinion. Well, looking back at the
0: light heavyweight uh, when we ranked them, uh, only me and. Friend of the show, Matt Seabach, had Marcus Brown in our top tens. I had him at five. Bach had him at seven. Both you and Filthy Rich did not have him ranked. Better be of, uh, the fight I want to see better be of, if he wasn't going to fight Joe Smith Jr., was going to be Maxim Vlasov. I think that would have been a fun fight to watch. Vlasov actually coming off a big win, and, you know, he's just, he's, He's, a, he's interesting. You know, I want to see more of him, basically, is what I want to see. I want to see him be able to take that step up. That would have been a, a much more interesting fight for me than Marcus Brown. But that's fair. It was, what we get. He was uh, tough
1: for Joe Smith Jr., I'll tell you that. Vlassoff yeah. really put put a number on Joe Smith Jr. and made him look a little silly. Kind of surprised that Joe Smith Jr. won that fight, to be honest. But yeah, I, I uh, it was
0: it was close. Glasoff uh, very well could have won that fight. And I think he I'm pretty sure he won the last fight. Um he came back with an extra fight since okay. Joe Smith Jr. But uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm remembering the fight before the Joe Smith Jr. fight. But either way, um, Blassov, he earned a lot of respect at my I think uh, he, he deserved a shot up there if Joe Smith Jr. wasn't going to take it. But that's the way I look at it. You got any final thoughts on that fight? Uh, well, well, obviously, in December, we'll break it down a little more, But
1: uh, and prediction-wise. But uh, uh, anything else? It's on ESPN Plus, you said? Yeah, ESPN Plus. I'm just glad to see better be back in the action, right? Maybe this uh, sparks the fuel to get one of those guys in there and he gets a bigger fight. Maybe Canelo, after uh, he fights Plant, moves up 175 and fights better be Who knows? It's gotta be, time will tell. It's got to be a Cinco de Mayo fight. That's got to be who he's planning for Cinco
0: de Mayo. That's what I I'm imagine. Oh. All right, well, that's all for the news this week. Uh, we got a lot to get into in Bruising and reviews because uh, biggest heavyweight fight uh, in recent time uh, uh, happened this last week. So let's get into that. All right, Bruising Review is very exciting. Bruising Reviews because we get to talk about right here the trilogy, uh, amazing fight. But before we get to that, there were two uh, other fights that we wanted to touch on beforehand. Uh, and I know uh, uh, Jimmy James Judge, you're uh, you're very excited to talk about these two because there was a lot of things to talk about in these two. First one us talk about Berlanga versus uh, Is That how I said? I didn't say it right. Cossieres. I didn't say I can never say it right. <laughs> Don't worry. Berlanga wins by. Time. Berlanga wins by decision but got knocked down brutally in the ninth uh, was that everything you expected me I, I thought coming in we thought berlongo had kind of cakewalk over this one uh, apparently not what were your thoughts on this fight well
1: I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be a cakewalk uh, by any means but he's getting. You know he started off 16 to0 16 first round knockouts right there's a, be a, eventually he's gonna start getting better competition um, the fight he had previously uh, he went the distance now this fight was definitely his toughest fight to date um, and it was it was a good fight um, it definitely showed <laughs> that berlanga has flaws right um because Caceres is not uh, he's not a bad fighter at all um a lot of heart Uh, definitely, you know, El Terrible. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, this, I I didn't think Berlanga was going to be this bad. Um, he didn't look that great, right? He looked almost uh, like gas, right? He looked like he was, he wasn't conditioned well, which is, you know, fair to say. We can talk about later, but 100%. But I, I think I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good fight. Uh, definitely surprised that he got knocked down. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Caceres was taking some wild wild shots and was landing because Belonga <clears throat> wasn't moving his face he just didn't move his head at all and Eight he got on the line oh 100% like I don't know He's he's got some flaws it was still a good fight um, I mean but man that was uh, I think that's a wake up call uh, for him being, being that he's part of the takeover so um, yeah he got some work to do son and oh, by the way, for those of you who don't a Espanol,
0: El Terrible or El Terrible, was that that means the terrible. Yes. <laughs> that is that is <laughs> correct. The Nino.
1: Exactly. <laughs> for
0: Longo, he's got some things to prove. There was definitely chinks in the armor there, I'll tell you that. The conditioning is going to be one of them. And when he's not fighting somebody from the boxcar circuit to knock out in the first round, it's uh it's a little different. It's a little different. Let's move on to the next uh, big uh future heavyweight. Efia Jagba was fighting Frank Sanchez, the Cuban. And this one was an interesting, great fight to watch. I thought Effie Jagba was always the scary fighter. He's the one that uh, I believe had somebody walk out on him here at the uh, armory. Yeah. At the armory. Says, no, I ain't fighting this guy. And Effie Jagba, there was some controversy in this fight, but Frank Sanchez did win the fight uh, at the end. I think the decision, if you take out the controversy, was correct. But uh, before we get to the controversy, what did you think of Effie uh, Jagua and, more importantly, Frank Sanchez after this fight?
1: Well, uh, Frank Sanchez, and this is actually the first time that I've seen him fight, which is a little surprising me to me um, the more I think about it because uh, he's part of the Canelo camp. Um, so he's part of that, you know, the Valdez, all them guys. Um, and he he came out with, an, the best way I can describe it is a very... Interesting style, right? He didn't seem very standard. It was switching up stances a little mm-hmm. bit. He had his guard up, he had his guard down. He was leaning forward sometimes through half a round and then leaning didn't back look like a half a round. Like, yeah, he seemed really, yeah, that's fair. I mean, he definitely seemed way more agile. um and was just i think that was really messing with uh with effie i mean e- effie came out with the same way he always fights um kind of moving forward doesn't really kind of cuts off the ring for the most part kind of i don't want to really make this thing but like wilder esque where he's looking for a big shot mm-hmm. um but he still yeah he still wasn't wasn't that that fantastic right it looked like he was stifled a little bit so um it was kind of, I think it was another <laughs> like we just said with Berlanga, I think it was an eye-opener for Effie, right? Um yep. that was kind of a as they were touching on in this fight too, um, real quick, uh, is that they were saying that this is a fight this early in each of these guys' career that you just don't see because they're both big, you know, names that are up and coming that have are undefeated and you know, no belts or anything, but no, oh, maybe there was one ABC belt or something like that. The chance there was, was no had, belts, right? I don't think yeah. either way. Um, yeah, it was still. Yeah, it was just a it's something you just don't see. So I'm glad those two got to fight. Hopefully we'll be able to see a, a second fight for them um once they uh get a little more uh little more fights under their belt. But yeah, I think all in all, I think it was a, a good fight. So um yeah, I mean what, what did you what were you talking about earlier? You're saying there was well, some controversy. There's controversy, the but but two things before
0: we get into that. Uh the first thing, uh this proves Filthy Rich's point that you don't need a belt to have a fantastic fight. They didn't really have a belt or title. These two were young up and comers fighting for basically their name recognition out there. And the second thing I want to point out is this is a fight that they both executed their game plans to a T like Effie continuously cut off the ring and put him in corners. Like he does. And Sanchez's was obviously to duck in and out and constantly, it, it was like they both executed their game plan to a T, which planned work better was Sanchez's. But saying that, and Fairness and Information Act, I did bet money on Effie <laughs> the Fairness and Information Act, there was a part where Effie got knocked down. He's on his knee, and Sanchez delivered a Hadouken-like uppercut to his face while he's down. And the announcers, for some reason, stated that Effie was not down, but uh, the replay, he's clearly on his knees, and he was there for a significant amount of time in boxing, and he took a shot to the face that I think should have been a disqualification for Sanchez personally. Watching it, you could definitely have called it a, a a disqualification at the highest point, but they didn't even give Effie five minutes to recover. they they just like, nope, nope, that, that's, uh, that was clean. <laughs> I was screaming at the TV, obviously, for financial reasons, but we were both going, That is that was awful. What was that? Your thoughts on that, uh, looking back at that? Oh,
1: yeah, no, that was... Uh... Egregious, man. That was—he uh, definitely Sanchez hit him. It took a second for the shot that affected Fe to go down. Mm-hmm. However, he was down on one knee for. A, <laughs> I love to say the phrase, almost count like counted two hot minute, man. <laughs> like, and then Sanchez just did an uppercut right to his face. Like that is not necessary. At the if not, I could definitely see an argument for a DQ at least a point yeah. deduction. At least a point deduction. I, I, I couldn't and even,
0: five minutes to recover. <laughs> they didn't oh, even give him five minutes to recover. They, <laughs> they should they have counted that too. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> they should have even, canceled the knockdown or something. I don't,
1: I don't know. But either way, that doesn't, that was, that was pretty ridiculous. I don't, I don't know how that happened. But then, I mean, even to touch base further on this, they also missed a knockdown. Yeah, At least in, in my opinion that Effie had against Sanchez and they called it, I don't know, a slip or a, They called or it a slip because know. in real
0: time it did look like a slip. In real time you even called it a slip. I remember watching it. You goes, oh, that's a slip. That's a slip. Then you watch like it again. It. it was like, no, he actually did hit him. And that's what caused the slip. And they have replay in boxing here. And they went back and they still said it was a slip, which made no sense to me. How can you k- replay and see that's not a knockdown? And then also have replay and not see that he was on the ground. I mean, that was ridiculous. I I mean, he was definitely on the ground. You can replay that, too, apparently. And they didn't. And I'm sorry, Effie was never the same after that shot when he was down. I mean, it Mm -hmm. seemed like it took everything out of him for the most part. Like, he was constantly on his back feet, and he had no power at that point after taking that
1: shot. And that's a brutal shot to take. You could even look at him in the corner, man, and you could see that he was defeated. Like. He right. didn't. He didn't have the fire. Like he wasn't. His trainer was kind of yelling at him at points, but he would just be looking to the left or looking down, and didn't. He just wasn't. He just wasn't there. Could have been a you know a combination of that shot plus his frustration because he was not landing punches no. like he normally does. So. Like I said, I think it's a, a big learning experience. Um, losses aren't uh, terrible on your record, um, just to the you know casual fan that makes a big difference. But I think he's going to come back and uh, be much better because of it. I'd love to
0: see this fight again, actually. I'd love to see this fight uh, run back a second time. I don't know if he wants that fight right away. Eh, give it some years. Maybe. Give it some years. Meet up later. Maybe, maybe next, next Christmas. Yeah, 2022 oh. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that gives it a year. That's a good thing. You know, let these guys get on with their career. A little bit. That's fair. All right, let's get on to the big one here. Uh, Fury versus Wilder. Uh, a fight that we had been talking about for months now that we're like, why do we have to have this fight again? This is stupid. After Wilder sues Fury so he doesn't have to fight Joshua. A lot of things have happened since that lawsuit. Anthony Joshua loses at Usyk, which none of us saw coming. I'll tell you that right now. And I don't think any of us saw... Fury and Wilder three being this great
1: a fight, but
0: this great a fight and how this fight has pretty much blown up the heavyweight division. I mean, you don't really know what
1: to do with this fight.
0: I want to get your reaction on this fight. First off, James, Uh, we'll get into a bunch of, we'll break it all down, but just watching that fight, you and me watched it together. And uh, I don't know if we sat down for much of that fight. We kept jumping up on different points of that fight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because it was so back and forth. You've never seen so many knockdowns in a heavyweight fight. And where it's like, oh well, it's over. Oh no, it's not. Oh, oh no, it's over again. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean,
1: put it, put the crowd through the roller coaster ride that we went through. Well, a little bit. We'll we'll go with reactions right off the bat, right? And first of all, I'd like to say I uh definitely thought Usyk could be Joshua. So go watch the show. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: You didn't pick him to beat Joshua. Yeah, I did. did you? Yeah. I thought you said he could beat him. I didn't think you
1: picked him. Yeah, but I picked him. Oh. All right. Well, well, I'll give you props if you did. I'm gonna look back on that. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll see. If I gotta if I gotta do a what do you call it? One of them statements <laughs> later right. on in the show. Uh, redaction, uh, no deal, but a redaction, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, I mean this is uh this is probably the fight was great. The fight the Fury Wilder. Um definitely was was in the same boat as you like why are we uh even doing this again for the third time but it was it was great man like it's uh yeah i i don't want to if i start going too much into the details we're going to touch on too many things here so i mean
0: oh oh, oh, hold on a second here james Uh, we have a this is our first step. This is a first for us. We have a phone call calling in on his week off. We got filthy. Rich is calling in from his. You guys hear me? Oh, look at this guy. You hear me? Am I here? <laughs> what do you mean? What are He's you doing? calling in on his week off. He, must... he heard we were talking about Fury Wilder. Perfect timing there, Rich. We were just there? talking about. Yes, we're here. We're oh, here. We were just talking me. about the filthy. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> are you on the moon or where are you? <laughs>
2: I don't I'm at an undisclosed location but yeah. uh, I, I I am not in jail so I do have uh, phone <laughs> access.
0: That's uh, good.
2: Look, Allegedly. Uh, I, all I have is a Rip beer, but it's Harman Killebrew Brew Rip beer so I'm going to crack that one open, drink to you guys.
0: Mm. Uh, well, no one celebrates a week off like you do with Rip beer. I'll
2: tell you that. <laughs> I want I want to hear some more but like look, mm. I need to I want to talk about Malik Scott. I think I doubted Malik Scott quite a bit. I think he's actually a lot better than what I give him credit for. I like the fact that he uh sorry. <laughs> I like the fact that he gave wilder good advice and I think this guy's going to be a good trainer. Uh what are your your thoughts and I'll comment with you guys here in a little bit.
0: Well, well really? didn't the, the really? trainer tell okay. him you
1: have you have the equalizer right here. Use it.
0: <laughs> that's what his thing
1: was, right? Well, yeah. Right. Hand. What did the trainer say that you thought was good advice?
2: Well, so here's what I think. Uh, there was a few fights prior and there was no, there was, there was a bunch of hype like, Oh, you got this. You got this. You got this can go to anybody. What I liked Malik Scott saying was uh, he gave Wilder a strategy and said, you know, back up, use your fist, do what." Like he was giving him direction rather than just hyping the man up. So uh Malik Scott will probably be a really good trainer Deontay Wilder I don't know where people had him ranked as far as like a heavyweight division goes but uh just because of a loss does not mean you get knocked down a peg if anything he put up a damn good fight and he could probably move up in some rankings that wouldn't surprise me one bit
0: well especially with the heavyweight division kind of blowing up I mean right now where you go from here I mean uh I mean, there was, there was a bunch of different issues in this fight. Uh, one of the big issues that we talk about, which reminded me of you, Filthy Rich, because I love that you called in to talk about. Uh, I want to bring it up with you in private, but I'll bring it up to you in public here on the show. You always said that uh, Tyson won that first fight against Buster Douglas because the count was messed up. There's been a lot of talks that Fury had a slow count on his, I believe, second knockdown. How do you feel about that?
1: Okay, and he's gone up we, we might have <laughs> connection issues. That's all right. Just I'll put himself I'll, on mute right there. Well, I don't know if he's still there or not. I don't know. This is first-time caller, so obviously we have some issues with this. <laughs> we're not, with and we're not usually a call-in right. show, so that's even weird. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So um, I'll I'll, ch- I'll chit chat real quick on that because obviously slow counts is something that we were going to um, touch on anyway when we start doing more of this, uh, more of the breakdown. Um, I, I honestly I didn't see it. Um, the the first one seemed normal to me. The second one. Also seem normal to me, except for the disruption um, oh. where Wilder wasn't in his corner. Right, he was moving too wouldn't, close. Come, wouldn't go to, to a thing, neutral corner, and, right? that, and you know, and that's that's something on you. Like if you are, if you aren't paying attention, and that happens, and it stops the ref because you're not following his instruction or doing what you're supposed to do, then that's what's going to happen. It's just. You know, and that obviously is going to delay the count, which you might get an extra second or two, depending on on what happens. But I, I just didn't see it. I thought it was pretty quick back to it. I mean, he, he wasn't on the ground when this stuff happened. He was up, um, you know, and the ref still does like he does with anybody else. Like, you know, look at me, this mm-hmm. up, move forward. Can he continue? And if you follow all those stuff and he believes you, then you're going to continue. So you guys there. Um, Yeah, hey, you're back. so sorry.
2: Yeah, what happened? So were you asking me about Buster Douglas? I I caught that, then I got cut
0: off. Oh, you said in the past that uh, Mike Tyson actually beat Buster Douglas because there was a slow count in the first one, Uh, and people have been talking about that there was a slow count in this one for Tyson Fury in the second one on his second knockdown where Wilder didn't go to the neutral corner right away, and the referee picked it up where he left off instead of looking at ringside and getting the count there. Do you feel like this was a... Uh, Another one of them situations that Wilder actually might have an argument in this one or not?
2: He definitely has an argument on this one. This this is, uh, again, this is like one of those judgment calls. Uh, Sometimes people are trained to hear the word seven or they're trained to hear the word eight. And when you hear that word, you get up. Mm -hmm. So if it was a slow count, that's one thing. But we don't know if Tyson Fury was trained to just get up when you hear eight, get up when you hear nine. So it could have been, we could, we could say this was a, let's just, I don't know, fast count. Uh, Fury might be trained to get up at eight, no matter what. Right. So there, there is, uh, you know, Wilder has a case here, just like Effie uh, Jagba has a case. I was listening earlier. Effie Jagba has a case too uh, a disqualification. And in both instances, it is like a referee's discretion kind of thing. Uh I don't think anyone got robbed here, but that's kind of my take on a slow count. He does have a case.
1: All right. Well, if,
2: can I say this quickly, too? Oh. If if there's a Wilder Fury 4 or a Fury Wilder 4, sign me up. I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> bored. I'm not bored with this. I will see this again.
1: Real, real quick, all right, because the ref was changed at the last minute of this fight. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that that could be a contributing factor to everyone in their slow count? And for because this guy is a slower counter than other referees or grants more leniency um, on these get up and goes um, after someone's been knocked down. Do you think that's the reason that they had a last minute change? Because they still haven't decided why it happened.
2: Well, here's the thing. Like, here, here's another thing. I don't know who the previous referee was supposed to be, but some of these referees could get happy and call the fight. He's down. I'm, I'm calling the fight. We don't need that. This is for the heavyweight championship of the world. There's one guy who's a lineal champion of the entire globe. And you want to knock this guy out. So slow counts are better than fast counts. Cause if there's a fast count, there's controversy. So if I'm, if I'm Deontay Wilder and I want to knock this dude out, I'm not saying I want a slow count, but I want there to be no dispute that this guy was knocked out. And if you can count to 20 or something, I, I don't even know what we're going to do here, but if it's a slow count and you knock this guy out, you're not going to hear anyone on the internets and all this, other, all these other places saying that fury got robbed because of a fast count. So the slow count is probably the way to go. I feel like there was a slow count in a previous fight, either with these two or maybe a, a different fight, but, uh, if I'm a champion or if I'm a challenger, I want to knock the guy out with no dispute whatsoever. Even in WWF, you want to slow count when you win that title at WrestleMania. I'll drink to that.
0: <laughs> hey, when you, I knew you were going to go there because when you said, uh, count to 20, the first thing that came to my mind was King Kong Bounty demanding to count to five. You know, <laughs> kid, kids
2: don't remember that. The kids <laughs> no, don't they remember don't. that
0: but i think fury has a has a history of always staying down until 8 or 9 and getting his 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 uh mental capacity back and he gets up at the end he doesn't jump up right away cuz he wants to recover i think uh that's so when people say it was a slow count should have been at 5 or 6 if that's the case he would have got up earlier i think that's just my personal.
2: well e- even fury uh wilder one with uh jack reese refereeing that fight Uh, Jack Reese claims uh, the dude was coherent and made the eye contact and all that stuff. I don't think there was dispute. If it was a slower, fast count, it was a Mm -hmm. dispute that the ref should have stopped the fight after seeing someone get knocked down like that. But again, I'm going back to this is a lineal championship of the entire world. You don't (laughs) call the fight because of a knockdown and like you to be fair, he did
0: though. Because he, me, he didn't count out. He didn't count out Wilder in the last one. That's fair.
2: <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. that Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I, yeah. And at the same time, I'll take my own advice there. Count to 10. <laughs> count to 10. Like, you know, he's not he good enough. Gone. But if he does. <laughs> yeah. Like but Malik L- Scott. Like Malik Scott's got to protect his fighter the way Mark Breland did. And if Mar- uh, Malik Scott's not throwing in the towel uh that i don't know man it's really touchy and i don't know if the rush have stayed out this one but i think we all i mean i think last week i had wilder i'm sorry uh fury winning by a landslide decision i thought right. uh fury landslide won this fight and uh well james is closest too. he
0: said uh knockout in the 10th and it was the 11th of-
2: never mind what james is closest <laughs>
1: <at>. <laughs> come on <laughs>
0: I, I, something else I want to touch on a little controversy before we get to this, too, is, uh, you know, before the fight started, they were talking about that uh, Wilder was talking about changing gloves because Fury wanted certain kind of horsehair gloves or whatever. And yeah uh, Wilder says, it's great. We're going to do this kind of glove. And then Wilder ends up breaking his hand, apparently, his his right hand. I believe it was. That's mm-hmm. his that's his big knockout hand. Mm-hmm. He broke his hand. Using gloves that apparently he's never used before. Do you guys see this as a uh, fatal flaw of Wilder, or do you think it was a well-timed risk that uh, his power would be better in that kind of glove, That you, but you may break your hand? James, so I'll start may, with you. Oh, okay, uh, well, I'll start with the Rich again. Well, let, me, let me jump in, because <laughs> I'm
2: going to have to go here in a little bit. I'm short on time, but... Uh, Mayweather was known for not fighting with horsehair gloves because horsehair gloves cut people open faster than regular leather gloves. And here's the other thing with the glove controversy. Uh, Alabama was playing that night. You think uh, Deontay Wilder is missing the Alabama game, the Crimson Tide? They ended up losing, but that was a big game. So he was watching that game. I don't think there was anything involved with the gloves i think this is a story about nothing but i'm glad we were able to talk about it go ahead james that's all i want first to up
0: he wasn't <laughs> watching that game fury was watching anything if you watch him he was half asleep half that time they kept going back to him for the fight but
2: wilder is <laughs> from alabama i wilder know was
1: watching that I, he wasn't right. watching nothing so. james what
0: do you think about the broken hand glove controversy
1: Yeah, <sighs> I, I don't know man we, it, well there was <sighs> do I get it 100% right because that was one of his uh one of Wilder's seven excuses last fight um <laughs> is that he had gloves that were tampered with right and I wa- we watched it um they went through I don't know gloves after glove after glove after glove going these are good no way not happening not happening these are okay all right we're going to go with these so they're going to be on even playing field right and i don't it's still even for that i don't think it really mattered right we don't know when he broke his hand, right? But I know in the first round he came out with a different strategy.
0: He After the too. third,
1: the third round, he wasn't the same. It's like no. almost the the almost the same as the fight previous. He just didn't look right, um, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it was, man. If he just decided I'm abandoning my game plan, or maybe he broke his hand that early, and he the only thing he could do was revert back to his roots, but it didn't work just didn't work. There wasn't a lot of
0: hugging though either.
1: Uh
0: I mean there was, not not crazy. I mean There wasn't a lot of hugging in this fight either and he was still
1: worn down a little bit, not as much as the second fight. Yeah, that's I mean, he got worn down. It looked like he was you called this one. I mean, it looked like he was exhausted early and I was giving him more credit during the fight. Like, no, nah, he's not exhausted. He's just Jesus' his game plan or whatever and they ended up being Rewatching it again, it was that was not the case. He was he just didn't he looked gassed. Something was wrong, right? So don't know when he broke his uh, when he broke his hand. As far as that goes, I mean they're both knocking each other out, um, uh, left and right uh, with those, and those are all legitimate knockdowns. But I don't I don't think the uh, I don't know, man. You can make excuses all you want, but if that's the first time he was fighting with it, maybe he just got to stay away from that. He just needs uh, more padding. Well, the
0: strategy that he came out with working the body
1: to start on,
0: on Fury. That was interesting. He and he abandoned after like two rounds. He just worked the body the <laughs> whole first round or two. And usually they would take it out of uh Fury, but it didn't and it. seemed like it took everything out of Wilder after that one. You know, oh, it was it was basically four or five Fury rounds out. to knock him out. It
1: You're was right. messing yeah, Fury. But it, seemed
0: like, it seemed like Wilder is more out of breath though after that. I oh it's
1: fair but that's... still. Doesn't matter.
0: Either way it was a great we play. like to talk about the uh, uh afterwards some there was some disrespect in the corner uh Fury went over and said hey man you're a legend we did a good thing I'm not a cheater as you can see I respect you we did a great thing and Wilder says I don't respect you get out of my corner and then didn't shake his hand a few days later Wilder's come out with a statement you know basically praising it I'm not going to be holding him against this one because you know he got knocked down three times and his mind's probably not all in it at this point and you know, who knows the emotions going through it. But I think that's – I think this is a controversy that's not really a controversy. But
1: what do you guys think? Um, I don't know if Rich is there right now, but that's fine. He's on vacation. Leave him alone. Wow, took, yeah. I don't know if he's still here, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that is um, – I'm still here. Sorry. That is – oh, oh look at that. Oh. <laughs> well, was it disrespectful or what?
2: In the moment, it seemed like it, but – Let's not overreact. Uh I'd be angry too if if the narrative now is uh fury owns me. Uh I, I think what wasn't it Heleneus fighting Kovnovsky? Yeah and Kovnovsky is lost twice. Uh I probably wouldn't want to shake his hand either. Kovnovsky was an up-and-comer for quite a bit. I thought he was on the path to fight Deontay Wilder mm-hmm. because they're both aligned with the PVC. So to like talk about I don't know disrespectful. No, I don't think it was, man. Like that's that's it's just you're supposed to be a poor sport. You're supposed to be in the moment. <laughs> I don't want to don't wanna shake. Like you guys <laughs> don't want to have to shake the the Yankees hand. Why would you want to shake the Lakers? Oh, we couldn't have their their one hands. week without the
1: Yankees. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you and call. call. I forgot. Go ahead and comment. Oh, here's here's <laughs> what I gotta say. What's more disrespectful, right? What Wilder did to Fury afterwards, or Fury going up to Wilder at the uh, right before the bell rang of the first uh, the first round, and him calling him a bitch. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved that and with crazy eyes.
2: <laughs> Look, that was that was, uh, that, was, but that, was that was that was before the fight. That was just a tactic. And that was a mind game. Uh, there's, it I, I think It did, and like I think you're supposed to do that. But when it's all said and done, if I had to pick what's more disrespectful than the other, De- Deontay Wilder thing was probably more disrespectful. I don't have any problems with anything to hype up a fight, especially a pay-per-view leading up to it. Once that bell rings, then uh, be professional.
1: Right. I mean, well, he strung it along right, right up until that bell. <laughs> <He did. laughs> so, I don't know. I was, I was laughing pretty hard about that. that was, I was, too. Uh, we, were, was we were
0: funny. So. But. All right. Well. This is definitely blown up the heavyweight division here. Uh it's uh going from last year this time to this year this time. It's uh the only constant is Tyson Fury right now. Nobody was out Usak beating Jay or uh, uh Joshua. No one would see that uh Wilder would fight him a third time. Uh what's next for both these guys? I mean, Wilder, I don't know. What do you do? You, fight some lower guys like uh, uh, Ortiz or Ruiz or something like that and try to build back up? Or do you try to jump in and fight Joshua? And even though the money isn't there that it would have been uh, three years ago or, and then what's next for Fury? Do you, do you fight Usyk? Do you try to get everything or do you, do you fight? uh, I don't don't know. I I, I don't know. Where do these guys go from here? It's, it's all up in the air right now. I want to know where you guys say these guys go from here, James, let's start with you. All right, no matter well, who, just both. i answer
1: in one, and I'll go with <laughs> Wilder, I guess, right off the bat. Um, this is going to be tough. He's 35. Um, I yeah. I don't think he heavyweight. He can probably go another five years, right? Especially he is fairly physical fit. That um, this, you know, would be something that he could do. However, it's now going to solely lie on not just his mental state, but how well can he take a punch moving forward? Because he, he seems to get rocked real quick, real fast. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, for me, uh, a lot of talk for Wilder should retire. I think that's ridiculous. I, do. I don't think he should. Um, I think he should stick it out for a couple more years. Um, and to me, I think his best uh, next step for Wilder um, would probably be fight Joshua. That's what I think. Um, I think Joshua fights Wilder that gets a, 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 a fight under their belt, but they're both going to make money. It's similar styles um, in terms of you know boxing ability um, and power. And hopefully if uh, Filthy Rich is right that uh, Scott is the trainer that he says he is, then Wilder should prove to be better in his next fight. And also be a challenge to Joshua. I don't think there's really anyone else that uh, Wilder should fight, considering he's already beaten in the division. Um, and I don't think uh, Ruiz is going to be a, a draw for him. So I think uh, he should fight Joshua. That's what I think for Wilder. Really,
0: right? I think Ruiz might be a draw. It's a, it's a fight that they both need like a redemption from. And they're they're both big punchers. And I don't know. Uh, interesting. What do you think, Phil? What's, what's next for him? Where should for, you go from there? For, for Tyson Fury? No, for Wilder, we'll, we'll we'll touch on Fury after real okay. fast. But where should Wilder go? Do you agree with James?
2: Yeah, in, in, in a general sense, yeah, I guess. Because I still think Wilder has it. Uh, I don't think a Joshua fight's going to happen. Uh, but like the Ruiz, I like Ruiz. I like uh, even like Helanius. I think Helanius is starting to build his profile. Uh, it might be too early for Helanius, but like the heavyweight division's on fire right now. You can't really go wrong with uh, anyone for Deontay Wilder at this point. I don't think. Um, Yeah, I kind of tend to just think inside the box, inside that PBC box. But thinking outside the box, it's like, I don't know, man, coming off a loss. You don't want to go. Well, you got two losses in a row. To the same guy but you don't want to lose your next fight to an opponent who's not tyson fury and i think usik beats wilder i think joshua beats wilder uh maybe go after maybe do a trilogy with Luis ortiz i don't i don't know for wilder but there are many options out there right now for him so uh, that's that's got to be my answer right now i think anything and i think james probably has it right
0: okay what about fury though fury should he go after the undisputed title here against Usyk, and is Usik too fast for him? I mean, we talk about uh, clash. Talk about clash of styles. This would be total clash of styles. James, is do you want to see an undisputed champ? I mean, obviously we all want to see an undisputed champion, but it, how big a money is a Usyk versus Tyson Fury fight? Is that a fight that Tyson Fury would really want to
1: take? Um, yeah, Tyson Fury will fight anyone, one hundred percent. Especially considering what he did um, in this fight and what he did in the previous fight, he is backing up his talk. Um, no matter how awkward he is, not he's still getting knocked down, getting back up. He's six foot nine, two hundred and seventy pounds. That is difficult to match up with anyone. And Usyk is only six three and what two thirty. So he's three or four inches shorter than Wilder and the same weight. Like better way better boxer obviously but that's there's only going to only going to take you so far right we were talking about uh, Crawford and Canelo uh fighting each other eventually size is going to become a factor it just does for everybody and i think that that's just too big of a difference even with joshua being 67 and 250 or whatever the hell he is fury is too big i think he is <laughs> the gypsy king of the heavyweights man <laughs> i think he's just the king of the heavyweight division but yeah that's what i'd say he, he'd has to go unify it all and then at that point i'd probably retire if i was him is he the best in your mind of this era of the heavyweight era
0: of this new era like does he become one of the all-time greats if he if he unites the belt and then retires is he one of the best heavyweights i mean he's undefeated he fought the wars. I don't know,
1: man. He's hey. got a he's got a good story, but uh, I'll let Rich touch on that one. All right. Yeah. Where does he go from here? So there's got to be a
2: point. Yeah, there's got to be a point where we have to start discussing Fury as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I don't think it's yet because he hasn't beaten anyone outside of Wilder and a boring Klitschko fight to get him the lineal championship. Outside of that, well, like if you ask me what's next, there's like three logical answers, and I hate the logical answers, but, yes, one of them is Usyk. You want to unify these belts, that stamps your name in the history book. That fight, I think, can happen. Uh, Anthony Joshua is the retirement fight. That's still a big-money fight that can happen. I think it will happen. I think it should happen. So that is a second name I would put out there. And then, obviously, the third most logical one is if uh, Dillian White, Beats uh out of Uh F- uh Fury already beat Valen close. I mean it was cut open, that was it. But uh I think a Dillian White fight. Out- uh, but outside of that, uh Dillian White would be the next big name he's fought. And Fury, if he's really planning on retiring in five fights, uh he has to make probably all three of those fights happen before his career is over.
0: Does he retire undefeated? Your guys' predictions, yes or no?
2: Nobody does.
1: Maybe but, Mayweather and
2: Rocky. That's
1: May, about uh, Mayweather got uh, beat, and Rocky lost twenty-seven fights. But <laughs> Rocky Marciano. Oh, well,
2: Marciano, Marciano, Marciano. <laughs> also. Marciano ducked Muhammad Ali and beaten an old Joe
1: Lewis. But man, we ain't talking about that. Get He's 135 out of here. One hundred
0: thirty-five year old. <laughs>
1: yes, and, I think he does. <laughs> you think he does? Does he? Re, does he uh,
0: become undisputed champion? Yes or no?
1: You're
2: talking about Usyk
0: right now. We're talking, no, we're about, talking Fury. about Fury.
2: Well, you're talking about Fury has to beat Usyk to be undisputed champion. Right. So I said, he will he Usyk? become
0: undisputed champion?
2: So, beating, will he beat Usyk? Yes. Maybe, man. Yeah. I don't know. Usyk I could fight somebody know, else. And... <laughs> I don't know, well, man. I that, don't know. I'm saying that you
0: can still retire Usyk. undefeated and not become the undisputed title. But if that fight never happens, is my point. Like you said he remains undefeated. Does he become the champion, though? I mean, that's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but it got interesting. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) All right, guys, that was fun to break that down. We went a lot along on that one, but uh, we were had an unexpected call in from filthy rich on his week off. And, uh, thank you for that, buddy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week off. And, uh, I I wish I could mute you, but I don't know how to mute a phone call. So, uh, I didn't even know (laughs) we were (laughs) calling
2: you. Hey, both you guys uh, a good show. Uh, Crawford Canelo, I can't wait to talk about that. Hopefully, we'll get a touch on that next week or something. But I'm done with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All
1: good.
0: right, that filthy rich calling in from who, who knows where. He doesn't tell us where he goes on his vacation or his week off. He just uh, it's undisclosed. Uh, uh, it's nice to hear it's not jail though, so that's good. We don't have to bail him out. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that one went a little long, but hey, I mean a uh, fight that big, it 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 definitely should go long. So. I'm sure a lot of people are watching for our opinions on that one. So good thing you called in rich, because it's good to have your opinion on something like this, like even on your week off. All right, James, uh, I think, uh, we should, uh, wrap this one up. What do you think? Let's move on. All right, let's move on. All right. That's our show this week. Thanks for filthy rich for, uh, calling in on his week off and, uh, throwing in uh, his opinion on this big fight. Jimmy James, I think we had a good show as a twosome. There, we—I uh ha- I don't think we've ever done just a you and me show. I mean, me and James, a, me and Rich have done two shows, and you and Rich have done a show together. But I don't think we've done a show
1: together. It's a I long time. for vacation, there. yeah, long time coming for old <laughs> Rich from vacation. Yeah, it's the first time we've done a show. I didn't think it did too bad, right? No, right. I think we did like, great. We're, I think we did good. we're gonna learn a lot from this from this fight. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna improve if it ever happens again. But maybe we'll have a Raider Live judge Jimmy James too in the future. You never know.
0: Maybe maybe. We'll work on time management for that one next time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. It was a good fight to talk about. Uh, normally we'd throw it to a rich or filthy minute, but uh, I think we should go for the, uh, the, the judge blog here. Uh, judge, give us uh, your filthy
1: minute. Oh, <laughs> many shout outs or whatever you gotta do. You know, shout out for rich for throwing a curveball and calling us in on the show here. Um, <laughs> definitely was not expecting that. Uh, uh, I mean, really other than that, um, you know, thanks for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, this has been, this is always a fun, fun, good time. And me, radar live, filthy rich. We all, uh, we all really enjoy it. So, you know, cheers to you fans out there. All right. right. That was a good
0: filthy minute. So I'm going to take over your spot. If you're watching us and you want to listen to us, you can go to any uh, podcasting site or say, Hey, Alexa play bruising boxing and it'll play it. If you're listening to us on the road and you want to say, Hey, what do these guys look like? And see my handsome mug and all my awesome backgrounds. Then you go to youtube.com slash bruising boxing please subscribe and uh, comment and do all the like stuff because that really does help the algorithm. And we do this for free. We do this for fun, for the love of the sport, and for the love of doing a show for you guys. So thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. For Judge Jimmy James and Filthy Rich, I am Raider Live, and yes, I do have money on the box tonight. That's probably why we film it on Thursday, just so you know. Thank you very much for joining us, and I will see you guys. Well, we will see you guys next week.